Amen. Welcome to Vertical Church. Come on, guys. Welcome to Vertical Church. Hey, I'm glad you're here because this is Super Bowl Sunday here at the church. Um, every fifth Sunday of the month, it happens like four or five times a year, we just stop everything to pray. And don't think of prayer Sundays as kind of, okay, we're just going to relax, take it easy. No, no. Prayer Sundays, you guys, is where our church does the heavy lifting. Do you believe that? Like in the next 60 minutes, our church is going to do more for the cause of Christ in this generation than we could do for the next 60 years of ministry without praying. Guys, right here, right now, things are going to change because God hears prayer. You know, um, Jesus got mad a couple times. What made Jesus so mad that he literally hand-braided a whip and began whipping people with it? I've been mad before. I've never gone to the corner to weave a whip. What made God in flesh so angry, so righteously indignant? Do you remember? It's when his house was filled with everything but prayer. Mark eleven seventeen. my house shall be called a house of prayer. Notice, not a house of preaching, not a house of worship. Those things are indispensable. But when it comes down to what is the thing that marks the house of God, God in the flesh says, that better be prayer. So this morning, we want to please King Jesus, and we want to make this a house of prayer. So how are we going to do that? We're going to break up in groups right now, and um, those who would be considered, uh, at least by the state, as those in your household. That means people who you have not been socially distancing from. Um, people you live with, people you rode over here with, um, maybe people in your community group or your D group. Um, get in a group of three, four, maybe five people, and we're going to just spend the next, yeah, 70, 80 minutes in prayer. If you came by yourself, we're so glad you're here. Um, if there's anyone in this room that you haven't been socially distancing from, you're in their group. Um, if that's not the case, then just join a group, but just keep some safe distance. We're going to have the music really low during prayer so everybody can hear everybody. All right, but right now, go ahead, find someone that would be considered in your household or someone that you haven't been socially distancing from. Naturally, it's whoever you're sitting next to. And get ready to pray. Take a minute to do that. Again, if you're by yourself, come hook up with the group. Just stay two seats away from them, and we're going to get praying. Pastor Chiago, you want to lead us in the first movement? Good, good. Morning Vertical. Everybody's in a group? Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Chris. All right, church, so the first prayer movement we're going to do is a prayer of ascension. So, church, before we ask God for anything or before we come to him with our desires, let, let's make sure we don't desire his gifts above him, the giver, right? So first, let's lift him up. There's going to be a couple ideas up on the board. So praise him for who he is. Psalms are a good place for this. If, you're, if you don't know how to pray that, shuffle through the Psalms. There's so much praiseworthy Psalms to God, our Father. Okay? Second one, uh, thank Him for what He has done. This is both in your life and as you've seen in Scripture. I mean, this is a book 
This is not, and, and my brother Garrett loves to say this, this is a love story. This is a story of what God has done for his church, for his people, right? So not just what he's done in your life, but remember and praise him for everything that he has done through all time, right? And then read your favorite verse back to him and thank him for it. So uh, as you're going through this, spend about five minutes in, in your group praying and lifting him up so then we come to him and we have our right perspective. We're not just asking God for things, but we are, we are humbled in our right place and glorifying the one who is the giver, who will give us what we need when we need it. Okay? Let's pray.
wrap up your prayers here. Let's pray together. If you're done praying, stand with me, please. Let's pray together standing. Let's do something a little different. You don't, we don't always do this through prayer, but we are praising King Jesus. So let's lift, lift one arm, lift two arms, whatever you want to do, and let's close your eyes with me and let's pray. From Psalm 93, the Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up. O Lord, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring, mightier than the thunders of many waters, mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. So stand up and bless the Lord your God from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, Abba, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You are the Lord, you alone. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve all of them, and the host of heaven worships you. And you are our Abba, Father, praise you. And we have strayed, God. We have acted arrogantly. But you are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And you did not forsake us. You've never forsaken us, God. Even though we forsake you, and, when, and then we cry out to you, Father. And in that time of our suffering, as we cry out to you, you hear us from heaven. And according to your great mercies, you gave us a Savior who saved us from the hand of our enemies. Lord, you sent Jesus Christ, our King, our Savior, our friend. This is the greatest thing you have done. You have exalted your Son, and your Son humbled himself. And we get to say, Abba, Father, we praise you now. We are free forevermore to worship you, the Mighty One, the beginning and the end the creator of the heavens and the earth and the seas and everything in them. Lord, reveal yourself to us here now. God, that we know you more, that we wonder at you more. Lord, that we stop enjoying the futilities of the things of this world, the things that don't last, God. But give us a sweeter taste, one of heaven, one of you. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Let's stay standing and sing together.
God this morning. Hebrews 4.15 We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. What's the conclusion? So then, let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace. Why? that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. Do you need mercy this morning? Anyone here in need of grace this morning? Any of us in a time of need? Then we're in the right place. We're going to just open up some time. Instead of praying with groups right now, we just want to have it a real vulnerable time between you and the Lord. Um, just to get honest with him and tell him what he already knows. What is something that you're carrying that's just too heavy to, bur- to continue carrying? We want to just spend four or five minutes rolling those things off unto the Lord, and then I'll come up and close us. So um, now you're by yourself. Things we do, uh, praying for, confession of sins, um, confessing your need for Jesus, releasing fears and anxieties. Here's a radically Christian one, giving thanks right now. Let's spend some time just uh, talking to the Lord.
Heavenly Father, how could we have a prayer gathering without repenting of our sin? For collectively as a church and individually, we are a stiff-necked people. so before your holy presence this morning forgive us O Lord we acknowledge that we have in hundreds of ways this week alone rebelled against your will and your ways for our life we confess that in hundreds of ways we have set ourselves up as the God of our life obeying what we see to be good and right and in effect denying your lordship and we're sorry and we return to you once again like we do every week and say Lord what I thought was life is actually that's a dead end I'm coming back to you we're coming back to you now Lord submitting to your lordship over this church and your lordship over our lives and we pray now for the grace to obey. We know we've been doing this long enough to know that we can't muscle obedience. We need grace. We need something outside of ourselves. And so thank you this morning for mercy. That our sins are many, but your mercy is so much more. Thank you that you are and all of heaven, Luke 15 says, is a party right now over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous who need no repentance. Thank you that there's a party over what's happening right here in this repentance. But we do ask, Lord, for you to give the grace. Give us grace now this week to choose life and life to the full. In your name we pray. Let's stand up, church, and sing to the Lord.
for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. So now we are moving outward. And it's important to remember in a chaotic 2020 that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. He is supreme over all things and there is nothing that has happened that is out of his control. And so as we go into this time, some of the things that you can be praying for, COVID, there's been people who've been affected financially, people who've gotten the virus, people who've lost loved ones, praying for wisdom for the people who are making decisions and the healthcare workers that are, are taking care of all of these people. Our governing authorities, this is a big one. Whether, whatever your opinions are on them, have you prayed for them? Have you prayed for Governor Walls? Have you prayed for Mayor Melvin Carter? Are they on your mind as they have been placed there by God? The election and all the things that come with it. Our city, the 300,000 people that live in St. Paul, that they would understand true justice and that they would understand who Jesus is. Racial reconciliation, how big of a big deal that is. So as we continue to look outward in this time, as you are in your groups, be praying and pleading that our city would continue to flourish, that we would see revival spread through the city and that people would not put their hope in anything that this world has to give, but put their hope in Jesus. So for the next five minutes, be praying for that, be pleading for that, because the things that we are asking for, he is in control over. He knows all of these things and he is in control of all of these things. Let's pray.
So Lord, we come to you in this time knowing that 2020 has not caught you off guard like us. That every single thing that has happened this year from the loss of loved ones to the loss of jobs to the loss of dreams or hopes or whatever it may be did not take you off guard. Lord, help us put our eyes on you when we see all of this going on in our personal life and in in our city and in our state and in our country and in our world that we would not run around fretting, trying to put it all together with our hands, but that we would look to you and know that you are in control, that you are sovereign over this virus, that you are in control that you have equipped the hands of the nurses and the doctors and the scientists, that nothing has taken place this year that wasn't supposed to take place. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, Lord. So God, help us be loving and caring and kind and patient. Lord, we pray for Governor Walls. God, we know that you have placed him in authority because your word says that. And so, God, help us have tender hearts towards him. Help us not be filled with arrogance or bitterness, but to know that it is your will that he is our governor. Lord, we ask that you give him wisdom as he he leads us, that you continue to give favor to the church. God, we pray for Mayor Melvin Carter. You have placed him in authority. God, help us have a soft heart towards him to know that he has a giant weight on his shoulders. We pray for their families, all of the people who are making decisions that if we're honest with ourselves, we wouldn't know how to make a lot of those decisions. So Lord, keep us humble. If we are prone to anger, lead us to pray. God, we pray for this city. God, we weep over this city. 300,000 souls that you have created in your image who are designed to bring glory to your name. And many of them do not know you. God, would you soften their hearts? Would you mobilize the church to make disciples? And would we see revival in this city? Would 2020 be a beacon of hope that we look back on and we say, this is when everything changed. When hope was placed in Jesus, when neighborhoods were changed because of Jesus, we loved each other because of Jesus. It wasn't because we were good. God, humble us. Help us love our neighbor and recognize that nobody on this earth is our enemy. We have one enemy, the devil. So do not let us be prone to division, but to hope in the fact that you will redeem this world. God, give us wisdom, for we are in a broken and fallen and sinful world. May we stand for truth when nobody else wants to stand for truth. May we proclaim the word of God. May we preach the gospel, for it is the power of salvation. God, let us boldly proclaim the truth, and let us hopefully expect that people will be saved. May you change this city and this state and this world. Give us hearts to believe that, Lord. For the earth is yours and everything in it. You are in control of all things. 
you are the one who changes hearts. Change our hearts and change the world's hearts. Amen.